And this is The Upper Room with Joe Kelly here on 88.5 WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. And today is a really honor as we have uh, Climax featuring Cheryl Cooley. And Cheryl Cooley is uh, stopping by the show right here. They have a new live CD, and it's really great uh, performance. And, of course, you just listened to the kickoff track, Meeting in the Ladies' Room. And, hey! Uh, that's right. <laughs> And that was live from the Pacifica out in Los Angeles, and uh, welcome you to the Upper Room. Thanks, Cheryl. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Hey. All right. So, so we're we're listening to uh, the songs, and, and they sound really fresh right here in the in the early two thousand. And of course, a lot of people remember Climax from from the uh, early to mid eighties, all through the eighties, and, and right, uh, right. Well, we we got a lot to talk about as far as you know coming up to today, but. Specifically, how about uh, putting a live record together? You know, what were your thoughts on putting this this package together? Um, well, you know, since there's so many uh, old school bands out now, um, you know, somebody just said, "Hey, why don't you guys uh, get back together and uh, you know do a uh, you know an old school tour?" And it was like, "Well, fine." And it was like, "Well, Cheryl, if you can do, if nobody can do it, you you can do it. You can put it together." So uh, it's kind of pushed into the situation of being the organizer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay too, you know. Right, sure. And uh just, you know, made calls to the girls to see if they wanted to do it and all of that and were they, you know, interested in doing some of the old school tours. And uh at first, you know, everybody was like, Oh, you know, okay, you know, maybe maybe I'll try it. You know, kinda not not quite sure, you know, not quite sure if if the uh if the listening audience <laughs> wanted to hear us anymore. <laughs> okay. So, and, uh-huh. So, so how did you, you find the initial reception to uh, you being back on the road again? Oh, it's been awesome. I mean, it has been awesome. People just, you know, uh, the reception has, oh, God. One, one, one show, the reception was just so awesome. I mean, it just brought me to tears mm-hmm. because... Uh, People still love that old school music, you know, right. and it doesn't, it, it just doesn't matter, you know, it's, as long as it's that, the good sound of the, you know, the 80s music and, you know, even some of the 70s bands, they're saying they're getting some great response too, but we've been getting really, really good response to being out there again. And uh, all our listeners right now, they can do their homework and go right now to uh, Cheryl Cooley and Climax's website, which is spelled K-L-Y-M-A-X-X dot com. That's right. And uh, it's an independent release, Wild Horse Records, your own record label. Yeah, that's and, right. And also it's on CDBaby.com, so they've been really nice to you. And oh, just, yeah. Just go there and type in Climax. So, uh, you know, you've been through a lot as far as the music business being, you know, with Solar and, and that now is your own independent uh, owner and getting the the product out there, mm-hmm. you know. Tell us what it's like to be doing that that way. <laughs> well, actually, uh, you don't uh, have to make a lot of phone calls. I mean, you know, before when there was you know so many uh, executives in the way, <laughs> hey, sure. <laughs> right. You know, it'd be like, oh, okay, let me call this person, let me call that person. But you know, pretty much, um, uh, you know, the uh, the direction of the answers to the questions, you know, that kind of fall on my shoulders, mm-hmm. you know, which is a, a unique position. Um, I, I, you know, I'm learning as I go. Right. <laughs> but, but you enjoy it. Oh, this definitely. Way, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything any different. I've, 
I, I must admit, I pretended to be an electrician for a few years. I stopped playing because, you know, I, I had gotten so discouraged with the, you know, the, the music business, not even so much music, but the music business. I had just more or less said, well, I, I'm not going to play anymore. I'm just not going to play. And so I went out there and, and pretended to be an electrician for a few uh-huh. years, <laughs> which was quite an interesting experience, but it, it helped later on because I was able to... Uh, uh, build the rehearsal room that we actually use now. Oh, so yeah, there's a blessing out of that. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I uh, you know got the girls together and uh, you know asked everybody, like I said, if they wanted to do this. And uh, as things change, you know, some people wanted to do it and some people dropped off. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. no no big scandals. Just you know, some of the girls decided they they had other um, responsibilities that they wanted to uh, you know continue sure, with. Sure, sure. So, uh, you know, as they uh, let me know that they were, you know, no longer interested, then I gradually had to replace, uh, you know, the members uh, as they, you know, dropped off because I just had the fire in me to do it. Right. And I, I didn't want to stop, and I was getting so many, uh, uh, like, um, in, not uh, like questions as far as, you know, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? You know, come on, Cheryl, you know, like, in, and you know, really inspiration to 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 continue it. You know, to continue the music of of climax. You know, no matter whether it was all of the original people or you know not, it's just you know we we love the the sound of climax, the music of climax. You know, you just got to do it, Cheryl. So with uh, all the encouragement I was getting, I just continued to pursue on. And Cheryl Cooley of, is of course one of the founding members of Climax, going way back to uh, the early '80s and. Uh, Still today is the uh, the leader of the band, and uh, how how about uh, you know organizing the current configuration of Climax and, mm-hmm. and the different players? I know I know you have a host of talented ladies with you, but how, how did you go about choosing each person, and maybe maybe tell us a little bit about uh, some of them and how they add to the band? Oh yeah, sure. Um, well, actually, um, it's still the same uh, six member lineup. Um, I guess the first I could start off with is uh, our drummer, uh, Trish Lash. Uh, she was actually uh, our tour drummer uh, in uh, 1990, so she's she's uh, familiar with the uh, Climax music. You know, she's okay. no stranger to it. Uh, our um, uh, bass player, uh, Karen Walker, she and I have played in, in other musical situations. She's actually... She actually lives in Las Vegas and makes the trip back and forth to rehearsal. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. about a, a four-and-a-half-hour drive, but, you Whoa. know, she's, she's dedicated. You uh-huh. know? <laughs> That's all the girls are dedicated, really. Right. Um, and then there's uh, Alicia Morgan, the keyboardist. And actually, when, um, you, know, all of, uh, all of, you know, all of the original members were talking about putting it together, we knew that we were going to have to get another keyboardist, um, so she actually came out of that audition uh auditioning session of, of trying to find a keyboardist. Um, let's see uh who's next uh, uh, uh Cherie Dunn I've actually played uh, she's a lead vocalist. I've actually um played with her in another musical situation. Uh and also um let's see who's left. Uh Tracy Patrick. Okay. Um I Met her through Cherie Dunn, so they're, they're both lead vocalists. I have two lead vocalists in the front line, as you know, as before we had, uh, you know, the uh, three lead vocalists. So now we have the two lead vocalists. Um, 
And I guess that's it. I think I got everybody. And of course, like, yourself on guitar. and Oh, yeah, yeah, that girl. Yeah, yeah Cheryl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you just do a little something for the band, right? Say that again? I said, I said you, you just do a little something for the band. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little, you know. Right, I, right. I give it all I can. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, it's really inspirational that, you know, myself growing up seeing musicians like Climax and Cheryl Cooley playing instruments, singing, and actually giving a show, you know, dancing and everything, mm-hmm. being out there. And, and it's in rare supply these days. Be, being from back in that era and still continuing it today, um, what what happened all in between, you know, the years when you came out to, to what's going on today? And you, you see hope of that coming uh-huh. back. Well, you know, as in all things, I guess, in life, you know, I think music had to go through a kind of a metamorphosis. You know, there's mm-hmm. always that uh, fad of a, a certain style of music, and it, it stays for a while, and then uh, it evolves into something else. I mean, I think, um, you know, the live instrument playing was kind of passe for a while there. And it's actually, you know, coming back into uh, fruition again, coming back into evolving back into what it was, you know, back in the 80s, back mm-hmm. in the 70s, you know. So um, we've, we've really been hearing a lot of people say, oh, I miss the live music, I miss the live music. So I think it's just a thing that music had to go through. Uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, beat boxes and the pre-recorded music and the... Um, synthesize, you know, one-man band type of uh, uh, idealism, you know, and now it's just kind of coming back into uh, back in the days when we had the bigger bands. Right. So uh, why don't we get into something from the live CD from Climax? Cool. And this is from Pacifica, L.A. Now, where exactly is that club? Because we're here on the East Coast, but... Uh, that's in Culver City. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, right, well, I guess it's like a suburb of L.A. <laughs> right, right. So did you specifically choose this place to record it, or do you have a bunch of shows you, you narrowed it down? Uh, no, it was actually the, the, the specific place because we knew we could, get, we could get a clean recording of it. Yeah, that's, I was going to compliment, yeah. compliment you on that. Yeah, Very clean, yeah. and everybody yeah. gets a showcase and playing their instrument, too. So. Oh, sure. You're, you're a generous band leader. Oh, well, thank yeah, you. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Well, we want to get into uh, one of the songs, which I know a lot of people still love today. I mentioned that I was having you on the show in, uh, today, and, and a lady by Judy who listens to this show, she, she wanted to hear I Miss You. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You never can get away with a, a, song, a show without playing that one, right? That's right, yeah. that's right. It was uh, the number three Billboard chart, uh, 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 Billboard chart number three, 1986 uh, Billboard chart. So uh, it it was very well loved when it was out. Yeah, and the video was nice too, bringing the kids in there. And, oh yeah yeah, 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 that was great. That was all of our family members and stuff. Oh okay. Yeah, uh, we really got a chance to get everybody involved. Right. So Sir Cheryl Cooley from Climax is my special guest today here on the Upper Room, and we'll come back talk more about Cheryl and the band, and and talk about some future things with Climax. This is I Miss You. And that was a classic song from Climax, I Miss You, and it sounds great live. And uh, that is from their new CD, Live at Pacifica, L.A. And uh, Climax's website, once again, is klymaxx.com. And uh, you can also purchase it at cdbaby.com. And uh, Cheryl Cooley, original member of the band and, and leader of the band, 
uh, is with me today here on The Upper Room. And, uh, you know, you guys have been out playing live and, and getting great response and, and yeah. uh, people buying the CD at the shows as well. Yeah. Um, how, how's the summer been like for, for touring? Out, out east, it's been really wet and weather's been playing <laughs> havoc here for a live show. How, how about out your way? Oh, the weather has been great. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, not to make anybody jealous out there. Right, right. But, yeah, the weather has been just awesome. I mean, um, you know, we're having 80 and 90 degree weather, you know, which makes people come out, you know, yeah, come right. out and see the shows, come out to the, you know, the parks and stuff and, uh, you know, keep that economy going, you know. Right, that's right. <laughs> and Climax, they're, they're a group of talented ladies, independent musicians, so uh, when you come to the show, bring some extra scratch and buy the CD and whatever else is being sold. Oh, yeah, for thank you. Prices. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. so you have um, some upcoming dates um, I know that uh, we should let our audience know about. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, uh, we're going to be in um, Florida at the uh, Suncoast Resort, but I, I'm not sure if it's a private resort or not, but uh, we're trying to get a couple of more dates out there while we're on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So, um our, uh, actually, we have uh, a street fair that we're going to do August 23rd, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of uh, uh, near where I live. I, I uh, am donating the, the band's music to try to, you know, pump up the area, pump up the neighborhood. Yeah, get, that's you know. great. So uh, we're, we're doing that this uh, this Saturday, the 23rd. Um, I'm not sure when this will air, but, you know, it, you know, it, it, uh, we, you know, we have some dates that are, you know, um, kind of spot dates on and off, mm-hmm. and we're trying to keep those going and stuff. We are also going to be playing with uh, Zap and, at the Fox Theater in Bakersfield right. Saturday the 27th. They just came by in New yeah, York uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. They're doing well. Yeah, I yeah, heard you kind of hung out with them. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, we, we were, you know, passing information. I was telling about you guys, uh-huh. and they were, uh, you know, they're glad to be back on the road. In fact, Lester Troutman was like, you know, I, I was telling him to come on the radio show. He's like, we got to play. We got to play. <laughs> he didn't want to do an interview. He just wants to play. They're just hungry to play out loud. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand it. Yeah. I understand it. I definitely understand that hunger. I mean, right. that's, that's, you know, like I said, that's why I had to do this because the hunger of, of performing and playing my instrument is just always there. Mm-hmm. Always there, yeah. How, how about with the... Uh, the current uh, configuration of Climax, mm-hmm. um, writing, have you been writing songs together? Yeah, we're in uh-huh. the process of writing now um, because a, a lot of the uh, industry people that I know, they're like, well, you know, you got to get us some new material, you know, and see what we can, we, we, what can happen when we put it out there, you know. So, yeah, we're actually in the process now putting new material together and um, co- collaborating with a lot of songs and stuff, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. You know? Now, now you, you spoke a little bit about uh, doing some of the old school uh, tours with different groups, and uh, what, what's what's that like reuniting with different groups who are you know off the charts and doing extremely well commercial wise back in the eighties and coming back together and doing package tours? Oh. How, how's the feeling? Oh, it's great. You know, it's just like uh, like old homecoming. You know, like oh, I remember this and I remember that. And you kind of you know for the few minutes that you're together, you know, reminisce about different shows that you did together and stuff like that. And, Oh man, it's it's just been great. It's been awesome. I mean, people are just so happy to to be back out there again. Right, know? right. That's that's just that's just a good feeling, you know. You 
see somebody that you saw from way back and you see that they're still playing, they, they see that you're still playing, you know, and it's kind of a pat on the back in a sense. Well, I'm, I'm sure as being a female musician and everybody in the band uh, being female musicians, that that must be really uh, inspiring to a lot of your crowd. And how, how about the younger uh, younger kids these days? Oh, the, yeah. What's yeah. that like coming up to you? Oh, you know, we've, we've been doing, you know, quite a few festivals and stuff, and it's amazing, you know, since there's so many kids there, you know, they they just they just come in and talk to us, and, oh, it doesn't even matter that the music is from the 80s, maybe the time that they weren't born. They don't, they don't even care. It's the fact that, you know, we're up there, we're playing, we're showing that, you know, this can be done, and the kids come up and they go, oh, you know, I want to be able to do that. I mean, I got an email from a a little girl uh, about a month ago, and she's like, you know, I'm starting to play guitar. You know, I saw you play, and I'm starting to play guitar. I mean, those, those kind of things to hear, you know, the young kids getting back into playing live music again, oh, it's just a great feeling inside. And uh, Cheryl Cooley's my special guest in case you tuned in, and uh, if you're catching it here at WVOF, we'll be re-airing it. Uh, for three days and three nights at uh, upperroomwithjoekelly.com. And uh, let's talk some about uh, your background um, getting into music. And how did you get started playing uh, guitar, or did you start with another instrument way back? Oh, no, guitar has always been my instrument. Um, My sister, uh, she actually um, was... uh, studied choreography at Juilliard, and she uh, married a musician who had a guitar. Okay. Um, his name uh, was uh, Hubert Laws right, from the right. Laws family. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, he had a guitar at our house, uh, and I just kind of picked at it like, hmm, this is kind of interesting. But even, um, and even with that, it seemed like every other Christmas, my parents were always buying me one of those little toy guitars. You know, since when I was four years old, it was always like a little toy guitar, you know, just kind of around the house, and uh, my sister saw me kind of picking at it, and she thought, oh, you know, how would, how'd you like to get some guitar lessons? And I was like, oh, okay, you know, and got guitar lessons and been playing ever since. <laughs> how, how about uh, on stage, uh, your current guitars in, in the studio, what, what have you been playing for, for guitar players out there, as, uh, as far as equipment-wise? Okay, as far as equipment, okay. Well, actually, I have a... Uh, uh, 1972 uh, Gibson Custom Les Paul. I I usually play that in the studio um, for no particular reason. I mean, it's just I'm comfortable with it. Uh, you know, I can uh, get a nice fat sound out of it and stuff. Um, now on stage, I use a, um, a a Fender Telecaster Squire. Okay. And uh, I I just you know. Um, change of pickups to EMG pickups so it'll have that bright punch sound because, uh, you know, uh, you know, Climax sound is clean, so mm-hmm. it has to have a clean guitar sound. And uh, I find that I don't panic if one of those falls. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, but if the, if the Gibson were to fall, I would be a little, little right. traumatized. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to replace that, right? Right, yeah. exactly. So, uh, yeah, I always take the Telecasters. I have a, a blonde Telecaster uh, that the band actually bought for me back in the 80s, and I have a black Telecaster that I bought recently uh, just because I you know, I, I play so hard that I break strings really easy. Mm-hmm. So I find that I have to have two guitars on stage, you know, because as soon as a string breaks, you know, i got to change it right back. So I made sure that the two guitars had really, really close uh, similar sounds. 
Well, well did you grow up uh, on the West Coast, or were you back here? Uh, actually, I was born in Chicago, okay. and then my, my family moved out here uh, when I was in grade school. All right. So I've been out here most of my life. Yeah. And uh, Cheryl Cooley of Climax, uh, their CD is available at uh, Climax.com, K-L-Y-M-A-X-X.com, also CDBaby.com. How, how about um, list, your, your listening taste growing up, and uh, what do you listen now besides uh, your, own, your own music that you're making? Oh, you know, I'm one of those uh, channel switchers. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, now with digital radio, you know, you got to do is push a button and you go to, you know, this, mu- this music or that music, That's this right. station. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely a channel surfer. You know, one day I could be into uh, the classical station and the next day I'm into cool jazz and the next day I'm into really uh, hard rock kind of sound. And um, it's... It just varies from day to day, week to week, but um, I'm definitely into um, uh, syncopated rhythms, uh, hard driving, um, and they don't even have to be so much catchy as much as they, you know, if it's interesting, you know, like, oh, I've never heard that before, you know, Um, just definitely just interesting, intricate patterns and stuff is what I'm really into. And, of course, those uh, chords, you know, I mean, oh, I'm so glad that, uh, you know, chord structures nowadays are not so limited like they used to be. I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, the, the rules of, of theory are out the window nowadays. <laughs> right. And people come up with some very creative uh, chord structures, which are, are awesome. You know. uh, Creativity uh, should have no limit. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you on that one. How, how about, do uh, you remember the first concert you ever attended? Let's see. Um, no. <laughs> no, because then it'll get to, hmm, when was that? And then we'll get into the age thing. I don't know if I want to go there with you, brother. Oh, man. What's come up on, with that? Well, you grew up in Chicago. Had some great music out there, but oh yeah, oh. awesome music. Yeah, mostly uh, when uh, my family lived in Chicago, we were really uh, uh, a jazz household. My family was really into the jazz. Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh huh. And um, I think that's where I, you know, interesting chord structures are not uh, uh, intimidating to me. You know, right. I, I grew up on that. So, but my first concert. Oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can remember now. Well, that'll be for the second interview. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so besides working with, um, you know, your current bandmates recording new material, mm-hmm. if, you, if you had some uh, wish list of maybe working on some other musicians ever to, to collaborate with, do you have some people in mind? Oh, gosh. You know, I have never thought of it like that. Um, hmm. Well... Unlimited studio time for you, too. Ah, whoa, <laughs> oh, aren't you nice? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, of course, I you know, I always enjoyed working with uh, Jimmy and Terry. Right, I mean, yeah. they were always so very encouraging when we were in the studio and stuff like that. I'd love to be able to write with them someday. So, did you record up at flight time with them? Uh, no. Uh, uh, flight time. They didn't have flight time during the time that we recorded with oh, them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Climax was the very first uh, band that Jimmy and Terry produced, and a lot of people don't know that, but um, we were like their first project. And uh, the song that uh, they produced was called um, Wild Girls. Okay. And that was out in, I think, uh, 83, 82. And... Um, that was actually uh, the, our first, uh, 
you know, workings with them and stuff. And so, so in essence, you're tied into to their careers. As, right. As jump, jump starting it. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And uh, oh I'd, yeah, I'd love to work with them. I'd love to work with. Uh, I'd love to work with Howard again. I mean, that was great to have him in the studio and doing. Uh, I'd still say yes. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, gosh, but I hadn't really thought of it like that. That's an interesting right. question. I, I'll have to meditate on that one. Right. Right. <laughs> and when you're on the East Coast, bring the whole band by. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we have we have in-house performances here as well. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah. So, so um, just to refresh our listeners uh, about coming out to see you play live, I, I know the best thing for them is to check the website. Yeah, definitely. Climax.com. But uh, this, this week, uh, if they're listening before the 23rd, you have, you have something going on in, out in L.A., right? Right. The, the uh, Pick Fair Street Fair, which is in Los Angeles on uh, Fairfax Avenue and Airdrome, which is right off of Venice, Venice and Fairfax. Okay. In Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah. So when you're getting the band together for rehearsal these days, mm-hmm. take take us into to what goes on with the band and getting prepared for a show. Okay. Well, first of all, well, let me explain the room. The room, of course, is pink. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be pink. Come uh-huh. on now. Right, right. Climax colors are pink and black. So right. They have to be pink. There's some black trim. You know, it's uh-huh. really it's really cute. A little cute little girl thing. You know. Right. Uh, there's a little refreshment bar in there, so you know, you know, it's hot days, so we come in there, and everybody's you know grabbing a water or whatever. Um, and of course, we uh, always uh, kick over what what's uh, the new and funny uh, news of the day or the week right. or whatever, <laughs> you know, or you know who's got a new what, a new right. you know toy, a new instrument. Right. New clothes or whatever. I mean, uh, you know, it's always girl talk at first. Come right, on right. now. <laughs> Got to have the girl talk. <laughs> That's important. Right. You know, we may kick around the last uh, performance, you know, talk about that and, uh, you know, any kind of uh, things that we need to discuss about, you know, what to clean up in the show. But, you know, mm-hmm. That's always a good thing to be able to have open dialogue about, you know, what you liked about the show, what you want to change. And, you know, it, I'm always open to, you know, ideas. I, I never like to run a rehearsal where it's only going to go the way I say it's going to go. Okay. I always like to ask everybody, you know, is there something you want to go over, something you want to try? You know, we're all here together. We're all here to, to contribute our creativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a group effort. It's all, uh, it's a band. It's all one unit, and it takes, you know, six people to make the unit work right. So I always make sure that everybody feels comfortable to give out their ideas. I mean, there's there's no no one man is an island here. Right, right. <laughs> you know? So, you know, once we kind of kick around some ideas and stuff, you know, we try some things, go over our show, you know, clean, uh, you know, either add songs or take songs away and uh, just kind of go over different shows because we... Since we have such different situations, that we might have a 30-minute show, a 45-minute show, a 60-minute show, you know, a 75-minute show we had one time. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of practice all those different configurations of show times just so that we don't make the promoters mad and go over our time limit. Right, right. And then, uh, you know, just kind of play around sometimes because, you know, just playing around with some of the, the, the grooves, the music, 
you know, you find new ideas. It's like, oh, let's play it like that. You know, we don't have to play this song the same way each time, you know, because the, the record has already made its money. Yeah, <laughs> so that's we don't right. have to go out there and sound, you know, note for note exactly like the record. You know, you got to have some room there for creativity. Yeah, and that's what I like about uh, the live record. I mean, the sound is great, and, and, you know, obviously you could tell all the sisters can play uh, live, but it's, uh, you know, straight through. It's a great listen and, uh, you know, starting out with meeting in the ladies' room and uh, right through the men all pause. And right. Yeah, you, right. Got, you got everything in there. And, right. Uh, it's funky and, you know, I'm oh. sure live it's it's even a much better show just to see everything oh, together. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Of course. You know the energy. Yeah. You know, right. live, a live audience always makes that energy, you know, the... Uh, uh, the factor that needs to have the live show make it be successful is the fans that are out there. So do musicians get the goosebumps on stage? I mean, you were talking about <laughs> tears, but... Oh, definitely. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's always some, uh, you know, fear of, oh, my God, it's going to be the perfect show. Is something going to go wrong? Is a mic going to stop working? Right. There's those kind of fears. Uh, as far as, you know, the fear of, you know... Are we going to play well? No, there's not that fear. The fear is always, are the technical difficulties going to work themselves out? <laughs> well, well I, I guess I was meaning like those moments where you're playing on stage and you're like, this is incredible, the sound we're playing and the moments in a concert. You know, the goosebumps yeah. on, on your arm yet? Oh, yeah, they still definitely. Have, yeah. Definitely. Because I know oh. we, we get them from watching y'all play. So, oh, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah, you know, the audience is just oh, just so wonderful because when we think something is traumatic, the audience is like, hey, it's great. <laughs> you know, you just kind of go, oh, okay, okay, I can deal with this. Okay, right. let me just play my heart out because they're enjoying it, we're enjoying it. You know, it's just that energy exchange. It's just it's, that's the, the greatest feeling in the world just to be able to have that energy exchange with the audience when they're enjoying your music and you're enjoying playing your music. And you'll be able to see Climax uh, throughout the uh, latter part of this summer and uh, also into the fall. So that that's great that yeah, yeah, being a, a busy working musician. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we're going to take this as far as our fans will let us take it. You know, we're, we're, we have no limits on it. If our fans uh, support us, you know, we're there for them. And we're also going to be playing uh, in October. We're going to be playing in Tustin, California and uh monrovia california on the uh, october 11th so i mean we're we're out there playing you know every, every weekend we're doing something so there's a lot of place to play out there in california oh yeah yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. sure yeah i mean we've also played um arizona mm-hmm. uh so i mean you know we're, we're getting out there as as the booking agents hear about us you know they they call us up or email us mm-hmm. um at uh, climax at climax dot com and right. and, and uh, you know say hey you know are you guys available because uh, being an independent now you know it's not like you have to just have one booking agent oh know? yeah yeah got to put it all together yeah, right yeah right. and that's what's really awesome because maybe if one booking agent can't find something for you there's another one that's there that you know says oh yeah I can fill that spot for you yeah and that is what's just so awesome about it, being independent it's just you have so many more avenues and. Uh, to go. And you keep the lion's share of the money, so that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without the days, it might not have been that way. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, right. So, uh, you know, we're going to go out with a couple uh, songs off the record. Cool. I think we'll go, uh, we'll give everybody a taste and never underestimate the power of a woman. Yeah, that was actually written by um, uh, 
by myself and uh, uh, Bernadette Cooper. We wrote that together. That was actually the our very first single that was out for Climax in 1981. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. Bernadette's still still involved in music. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah. I you know she when I asked her if she wanted to do it, she said she you know was not interested. So. Right. Or she left a message. I wasn't able to actually talk to her, but right. she sent a message to one of the other girls and said she absolutely was not interested. But what people tend to forget is that she um, was she first got out of the group way back in eighty six, eighty seven. So yeah. she has had other things that she's been right. into. And everybody's got their own journey. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad Cheryl Cooley has uh, gotten the the band Climax back together with some great. Uh, musicians she's working with and uh you know they're out on the road they're playing they have a great new live cd live at pacifica la and uh the band climax website klymaxx.com and go there there's a link on where to buy the cd also the background on cheryl and also all the members of climax and you can also uh purchase the cd at cdbaby.com but uh go out to the show they're, they're playing all this fall and uh, the latter part of the summer, I'm sure, are going to be playing year-round. And uh, it's all, all the tour dates are at Climax.com. So i got to thank you, Cheryl. Oh, well, yeah, thank pleasure you. pleasure to, to have you on. And, you know, after watching the band for so long to have you on the show, it's, it's really great. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much, you know. Thank, and I thank the fans for being out there, you know. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's the most important factor. So to, to see out the band out there playing, that that's most important. So oh, real, thank you. real music by real musicians. That's All right, right. Yeah. hey, thanks. <laughs> so we're, we're going to go out with two two cuts off the record, Never undermes- Underestimate the Power of a Woman and go into a really great song, The Men All Pause. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Cheryl. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.